You're listening to the Crabtree's Chat Room, Season 1, Episode 4. What is up, y'all? What's happening? We're back with another episode. And this time we're going to talk about self-care and marriage and how you can help your partner and theirs. There's seven different types, though, guys. There's mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, social, work, and lifestyle. And I just want to stress more than ever, how do you expect to take care of other people if you don't take care of yourself first? Like, when you're burnt out and you're drained of energy, like, the last thing you need is adding more to your plate. And I know, like, when it's me in that situation, if I'm burned out and I've reached my limit, like, I kind of tend to snap. So, freaking, yeah, like, I get, I get barky. I get really bad attitude. And I just, yeah, I feel like you really need to take care of yourself first because that's really important. And we're going to talk about how you can help your partner do that and how you guys can do it together if you want. So we're going to start off with social self-care, which is really has to do with like relationship morals and ethics, your effective communication process, your connection and intimacy and your personal space and your boundaries. So like anything where you're physically interacting with other people. And I just want to stress that like if you're married or you're in a relationship, it is okay to take some alone time. Some separation is healthy. You can't be around each other 24-7. Otherwise, you're going to go nuts. Yeah, you're going to go bad shit. It just doesn't work that way. So, so I mean, a, a couple ways you can work on that. Like, if... Oh, how do I word this? Like, uh, I feel like a way you can help your partner with that is if your partner says, hey, I need some alone time uh, to myself, then you could easily, like, take the kids in the other room, distract them with cartoons or playtime, and give, give her kind of a minute to herself or give your husband a minute to himself if that's the case. I feel like that creates room for you guys to kind of, like, process Like, because everybody needs process time. I feel like that creates room for you guys to process what's going on in your life and reevaluate, like, those situations. And, like, it helps you prioritize what's important to you and what's not. Moving on to physical self-care, guys. All right. So this one deals with, like, your sleeping habits, your nutrition, your eating habits, your hydration, and like your exercise, get up, walk around, do some yoga. We just talked about 15-minute yoga last time we were on here. Like, that shit's awesome. And, and also, it goes with personal hygiene, and you got to relax, too. Yeah, personal hygiene is a big one. Especially when you're dealing with mental health issues. Yeah, when you're dealing with someone who's mentally ill and struggles with, like, depression or bipolar disorder, which depression and bipolar disorder go hand in hand. But when you are with someone like that sometimes they need to be reminded to take care of themselves and it's not because they're like not wanting to it's just because like it's it's one of those things where it's so hard for me to explain like my depression to other people they want to they just don't yeah and it's like i want to 
Like it's it's like when I'm getting out of bed in the morning. Like I want to get out of bed, but I just feel so drained and exhausted that I like can't. So I sit there and I lay there and I'm like, okay, I didn't get enough sleep yet. I didn't get enough sleep because because I just didn't sleep good for the night and that shit bothers me. But sometimes it's literally like a physical block and you can remind your partner. Yeah, in little ways partners like like in a nice way like hey yo you know like your breath stink a little bit you want to go brush your teeth let's go brush your teeth together let's do it together or, or like or you could be like or, hey babe let's go take a shower together yeah or, take showers together to keep you, each other like on top of your self-care yeah exactly like there's little ways like you guys could always do things together and incorporate it into a routine <clears throat> for something you do as a couple like, it doesn't always have to be something that you struggle with by yourself. And I feel like it's really important to remind your partner if they struggle with mental illness or if they don't and they're just going through a time of depression, that it's really important to take care of themselves and you want them to be healthy. Exactly. Back on the, like, asking nice. Sometimes you can remind nicely, but sometimes you get to that point where you got to be like, like, look, let's say, they're severely depressed and ain't showered in like a week. And then you're nice about it, nice about it, nice about it. And they're just like, oh, whatever, whatever. Uh, okay, I will. And never do it. Turn around and be like, your ass stinks. Go home, wash ass, take 10 shower and shit. You know what I mean? Like get rough with them. Tell them like, listen, you smell like booty. Go wash the booty. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. There's definitely two approaches to it after like uh yeah you gotta wait till it reaches a certain point to like you don't always have to be mean about everything but no you don't gotta be mean about it but once you've been nice about it for so long you got to take that extra step to push them a little yeah harder, exactly you know I mean? some people need that like slap of reality to get them going i know there's one person that won't listen to you whatsoever unless you're in a major screaming match with them yeah i couldn't do that <laughs> yeah that person's nuts yeah no i couldn't there. do that there, yeah anyways moving on the next one is work self-care and this has to do with like productivity your work life balance like if you're prioritizing work way too much over life pull back the reins if you're prioritizing life over work too much then pull back the reins obviously but <clears throat> well with work and life you also gotta like look at it like keep your work with work and keep your life with life yeah exactly like i i'm a big believer of keep your business life and your personal life separate like don't bring don't mix business and personal it never ends well and even just a friendship it doesn't work out yeah it really doesn't and i mean it's also dealing with work self-care it could be freaking having to do with the satisfaction that you feel at your job i know for me and I kind of realized this going through a situation of my own. Um, I hate working a nine to five. And I mean, bipolar disorder is classified as a disability to where like we can't like you can actually get social security for being bipolar, which I refuse to do. But it's it's literally a disability and where you can't function properly in a workplace. And Sometimes that workplace can give you a nice, like, satisfying routine, keeping you productive. Yeah, exactly. Like, it can keep, it can give you that routine that you need. However, when, when I looked at it, like, from my point of view, it was more of, 
okay, I need this job. I like this job. Here are the benefits. But the cons that outweighed it was there was drama in the workplace. There was people throwing shade behind other people's backs. There were other people sitting there talking shit on other workers in the workplace. There were freaking times where workers would verbally attack other workers and I'm not cool with that shit and that shit really puts a damper on my mental well-being and I'm already mentally ill so like I already have that big ass depression yeah plus I'm a cancer like so I'm super emotional but like freaking I'm not I'm not a person who really does well and then my mental illness like I have quite a strong hold on my emotions but that doesn't mean that I'm in control because there's a switch in my brain that doesn't work right where sometimes it like my mouth reacts before my freaking head does and that being that can be a problem where like for example I got fired from a job because we couldn't be rude to customers and even though I only said okay you don't need to talk to me like that I'm not talking to you like that what's the issue that was a problem because my tone of voice was rude so therefore I was being rude to a customer so I mean if you struggle with mental illness in the workplace like satisfaction doesn't always have to come from like satisfaction doesn't always have to come from just liking the job like it can come from outer influences like being able to work together as a team and having a nice positive vibe in the workplace is super important and when people mix business and personal and they make everything a personal attack against them or they're constantly like someone's out to get me it makes the business life hard anyways where where I was going with that is because people can't like I've really I've held 17 jobs and I've really just noticed this maybe it's in my industry of work but I am a firm believer that people cannot in this society keep business and their personal life separate which brings in to social self-care going hand in hand with your work self-care because in all reality you can like a job as much as you want but when you have people that are constantly trying to get you fired or cause you to react in a way that's gonna get you fired like you just need to take yourself out of the environment because it's way more diminishing on your self-care and then you start to have resentment towards other people because you're sitting there like my big motto was okay cool this is my job I'm only doing it because I need the money I need to freaking pay my bills I need to go to school I need to save for this I need to save for that I need to freaking I need to survive so I wasn't worried about being satisfied with my job I was worried about being satisfied with my paycheck and sometimes that can be a really big problem sometimes a paycheck's just a paycheck exactly like sometimes a paycheck is just a paycheck and it's not worth your mental well-being at all On that note, guys, we're going to go ahead and take a little break. We'll catch you all in a second. The next one is mental self-care. And this one goes with, like, intellectual self-care. So, like, stimulating your mind, like, reading. Uh, Creative self-care, again, stimulating your mind. Like, if you're going to write or do something like that, that could be used in the creative part. Uh, Psychological is another one. And brain and memory health. So, one really big thing about like mental self-care is 
when it when it talks about psychological self-care that could be therapy and when I say therapy that doesn't necessarily always mean going out and talking to a person you could do physical therapy which is like exercise which would be like yoga and meditation uh going to the gym like four or five times a week that could help you mentally art self art therapy is another way to do self-care mentally as well and they taught us in the hospitals that that's like a really big form of therapy as well they use art and creativeness to kind of like take your mind off things and when you're doing stuff like painting or coloring like intricate pictures it actually does help you kind of calm your mind and meditate in a way you could do like puzzles too like sudoku yeah, Sudoku is oh. a good one. You could do diamond <laughs> dots. Diamond dots are freaking, I mean, hell, we got those diamond dot grids and they, some of them had 32 colors and it's kind of like a, kind of like a paint by numbers, only you're doing it with diamonds and you're oh, sticking yeah. them to like sticky we and it makes this, a picture. We did this awesome, awesome wolf one. We got it hung up in our bedroom. Uh, uh, take a look at Jazz and Says on Facebook. She's going to drop a picture of it. Yeah, that shit was so much fun. Oh, it and took us like a month to do. It was like over a thousand little tiny pieces. It was awesome, though. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And great bonding with your partner, too. Exactly. There's so many different ways you could take care of yourself mentally. Like, it doesn't have to... If you're not comfortable with talking to a therapist or you don't feel like you need one, then there are other ways to do that, so... In this next one, we're talking about lifestyle self-care can be like in your living environment you got hobbies daily chores and routines uh financial self-care comes into this and so does society and culture i totally just lost my train of thought with the dog freaking prancing his little paws in the yeah, background sorry about the little mutt you know he's, he's he's getting fat so he's getting louder anyways um chores and routines like you can obviously freaking doing your clothes doing your laundry and washing your dishes and stuff like that would be a part of lifestyle self-care i mean keeping a clean house goes hand in hand with like physical self-care and the whole personal hygiene and then also it goes hand in hand with mental self-care because i know for sure when you declutter things it takes a lot of stress off your shoulders and hobbies can be a part of that routine as well like, like this podcast is our hobby. Yeah, podcast is a hobby. Freaking, what else is a hobby? You do shit like flying. Like we just talked about diamond art. Diamond yeah. art. Diamond yeah. art. You could do shit like flying. Freaking, what are those little like drones? People, I mean, how people fly drones and stuff. If you're into that, build those little like fake shit. Yeah, those you little could, models or whatever. Yeah, you know, or battery operated helicopters and stuff like that. Like, I mean, you could do a lot of stuff. You, get into stuff learn the guitar freaking learn the piano take vocal lessons i don't know do some creative stuff that like step out of your comfort zone and change it up oh yeah the next one is spiritual self-care and like spiritual for me i guess like that could be something like practicing your religion your personal values the way you perform self-love or like going to church stuff like that if you're in if you believe in god and i know or whoever your higher power is yeah whoever your higher power is i mean like some tarot readers believe in the universe and freaking themselves as a higher power and the higher power is like within you and other people believe that there's a god like i believe in god 
I also believe in tarot cards. That's why I read them. So, <laughs> but anyways, moving on. Um, get a reading, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, she can help you open up some some chakras and shit, y'all, for real. I mean, tarot really is about spiritual guidance, so that's it's a way to the cards tell you how you can improve, like what you're lacking and what you what you need and ways like that. But anyways, I mean really incorporating like spiritual self-care helps you align yourself emotionally as well and it's really important to practice loving yourself because how do you love others if you don't love yourself and I mean hell that could be something as simple as saying I am intelligent I am smart I am kind in the freaking mirror every day to yourself until you believe it it's really about how you choose to view yourself and that's part of your spiritual self-care and practicing religion is also really important for spiritual self-care as well because again it could take a lot of stress off the emotions it can make you feel better i know it makes me feel better when i read the bible oh yeah i want to get like back into it like back into like the Bible study thing that we were doing, like the journaling and everything. Yeah, like that too, but also would like to find a church where you can do some like Bible study. Yeah, no, because in the in the Mormon religion, like they we could do a lot of stuff like that. Because I mean, how my church? Yeah, if you're, I'm Mormon, so ways you can practice spiritual self care. When I was attending church as an active member, they have events like singles events for the young adults. They have freaking um what is it they have young women's young women's is like for the teenagers uh the young women that are coming up and they take them out and do stuff like camping trips in the mountains back where i'm from back home and like a girls camp they do girls camp for the young women's and they get around and they talk about god they i mean you can really look into church events like that and stuff it doesn't have to be going to church but you can still be an active member and be a part of your church like what she said going on like going on camping trips and stuff i was baptized catholic and i practiced christian okay and uh in the christian church you can go on uh, i don't know if mormons do it or not but uh they got missions where you can go to different countries and shit Yeah, the missionaries. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty fun. Except it's like in the Mormon religion, the guys can be 18 and the girls have to be 19. And really, there's an age limit there because in. in, uh, Well, no, that's the minimum age. Like they have to be 18 in order to go go on the mission. Yeah, but women can't start going on missions until they're 19. Oh, well, in the the Christian thing, shit, you can go as young as 12 years old. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. That's interesting to know. But. But yeah, that self-care, spiritual self-care is really important and it helps you align your, like when you align yourself spiritually, you align yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. Like everything starts to fall into place because you're like a broken spirit is, causes negativity to come crashing down around you. It makes you feel like it's the end of the freaking world when it's really not. And if you're broken spirited about something, even the tiniest little thing, it can affect you in big ripples. So it's really important to take care of the spiritual self-care. Of course it is. That's probably like the top priority out of all this. So you can get the other ones aligned. Yeah, exactly. And the last one on the list is emotional self-care. 
which obviously goes hand in hand with emotional well-being, emotional intelligence, and emotional healing, which is like relaxation and soothing. Um, to go with emotional healing, like that's like focusing on like you got to get through your traumas, like childhood traumas, adult traumas, whatever traumas you went through that is affecting you, you need, you need to work through it. Exactly. Like, and part of, like I told somebody during a tarot reading today, you know, in order to heal, the first step in healing is processing what happened. And you really need to be receptive to processing your emotions, even if you don't like them, because nobody wants to feel grief. Nobody wants to feel anger. But there are times like, I mean, hell, you can feel grief if you got divorced and you were married for 15 years, of course, you're going to feel some type of grief because you just lost 15 years of history of your life. And a lot of people don't want to go through emotions like that, but you have to be receptive and willing to process those emotions and go through them in order to heal emotionally. And that's a really important thing to do because emotions affect how we behave towards other people. And your behaviors go hand in hand with like, like emotional self-care goes to every single one of these. When you don't take care of yourself physically, it puts a damper on your emotions. When you don't take enough alone, alone time or you don't work on proper communication skills in your social life, then freaking you have, um, a damper on your emotions and when you're not happy with your job at work or you're financially strained living paycheck to paycheck again that puts a damper on your emotions mentally freaking if you're not taking care of yourself therapy wise and you need to go to a therapist and you know you need to go to a therapist or you're not doing the intellectual stimulation that could put a damper on your emotions freaking lifestyle if you're not keeping a clean house um and you're not keeping up with your daily routines i know that makes me feel like shit because then I get discouraged and I'm like, oh, I'm not being productive and I need to be productive in order to feel emo like I've in order to feel happy and content, I feel like I need to be productive and get things done. And again, that goes with emotions and spiritual when freaking when you have a broken spirit and you don't take care of your spirit, like, yeah. You again, your emotions are all fucked and they're all over the place. So I mean, emotional self-care goes to every single one of them. So really, like, the whole entire message is take care of yourself in every aspect of life. It's really important to have self-care. Yeah, it's very important. Like, you can't get anywhere without it. And reminding your partner about theirs isn't, doesn't have to be a bad thing. Like, uh, like basically with, when it, when it comes to, like, your partner... And you being with your partner, when you have a healthy relationship, freaking when you talk, like a conversation about how you feel should not end in an argument. Or start one. Yeah. And I had, in all my past relationships that I actually had, the two, the two past relationships that I had before Jack that were unhealthy as fuck, every conversation about my feelings ended in an argument. And if you notice yourself in this situation, then maybe it's time to reevaluate it, take a step back and see what you can do to fix it. And if you can't fix it, then maybe it's time to walk away. Time to walk away and find you a Jack. On that note though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Find you a Jack for real. Cause I love you anyways. (laughs) On that note, we're going to end the episode guys. And 
I hope you come back for the next one. Honestly, thank you so much for your support and all your listens. Like it means the world. And I love hearing when people reach out and tell me that our podcast inspires others and helps them emotionally and mentally. So if you want to read more, you can go on my blog, jasminegardner.com. Check out Jasmine Says on Facebook. I'm sharing that shit a lot too. My name is Jack Crabtree, if you didn't know already. <laughs> yep, the Crabtrees. We're going to have to change the name of the podcast. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for the support. And we'll catch you next Friday. Be safe, y'all.